Welcome to the Abrams Boxing Show, powered by Last Out Media and brought to you by www.15rounds.com, the worldwide leader in boxing news. Also, Abrams Boxing PR Media Broadcasting, the industry standard for boxing media relations and play-by-play broadcasting. Also, check out www.abramsboxing.com, Abrams Boxing on YouTube, as well as M. Abrams Boxing on Twitter and Mark Abrams Boxing on Instagram. Hello, boxing fans. Welcome to another edition of the Abrams Boxing Show. I am Mark Abrams, and uh, got a lot to get to this week as uh, we took last week off due to the holiday and um, got a couple weeks worth of results and news, and we'll uh, preview this week's uh, double trilogy uh, action when uh, Tyson Fury takes on Derek Chisor, as well as Roman Gonzalez and Juan Francisco Estrada get it on for a third time, but let's take a look back the last couple weeks uh, and some of these uh, results may be just a tad dated and um, just uh, bear with us. Again, I'm Mark Adams, owner of 15rounds.com, boxing PR man, boxing broadcaster, and runner of uh, the runner, owner of Abrams Boxing on YouTube. Catch a lot of great interviews. going to do a big announcement at the end of this sh- uh, show uh, in terms of some awesome content coming to Abrams Boxing on YouTube as well. So let's start it out. Uh, for the first time in nearly three years, WBA Cruiserweight champion Arsene Gulamanian uh, g- got back in the ring as he won a 12-round unanimous decision to defend his title against mandatory challenger Alexei Orgarov, who's now 11-1, seven knockouts. That place took place at the uh, Le Canet, France, uh, and he kept uh, – uh, uh, Gulamanian is now the uh, still still the champion. Scores of 116-112 twice and 117-111. Also, WBO number one light heavyweight Anthony Yard went to 23-2, and notches 22nd knockout as he stocks Stefani Koykov uh, in the third round of a fight in uh, Tedford, England uh, a couple of weeks back. Um, that sets up a big uh, fight between WBC, WBO, and IBF light heavyweight champion Arthur Better BF, 18 0, 18 knockouts. He will take on Yard, 23 2 now, with 22 knockouts. Again, you, you combine the records 41, 41 and 2 with 40 knockouts. So that fight's going to take place January 28th in England uh, at the o- Ovo Arena the, in Wembley, uh, right in London. So. That's going to be a uh, big event live January 28th, ESPN Plus in the United States, uh, BT, I believe, in England as well. <clears throat> in a little bit of an upset, uh, former UFC fighter and NFL All-Pro defensive end Greg Hardy uh, went to 2-0 with one knockout as he defeated Haseem Rockman Jr. by a 4 round unanimous decision in Austin, Texas. Scores were 39-36 uh, three times. For Hardy, who, uh, you know, Rockman wanted to fight uh, Jake Paul at the end of last year. Obviously, there were, excuse me, earlier this year, uh, there were some complications with the weight. Uh, so Rockman took a fight with Greg Hardy, who ballooned all the way up to 320 pounds. Hardy played defensive end with the Panthers and Cowboys. At about 265, 270, went to the UFC. Didn't fight over 265 pounds. And I don't know what he's been doing to get himself up to 320, but Whatever it is, it was successful as he defeated Hasim Rockman Jr. by unanimous decision. 
uh, unbeaten WBO number one, WBC number two, WBA number three, IBF number three, middleweight Jaime Munguia went to 41 and 0, notched his 33rd stoppage as he stopped uh, Gonzalo Correa in the, the third round of their bout in Guadalajara, Mexico. Uh, Correa now 21 and six, eight knockouts. Uh, Munguia needs to get, you know, what's, what's the uh, phrase, uh, poop uh, for better of politically correct or get off the pot. It's time for Munguia to fight somebody. I know he's been wanting now to fight Golovkin, a fight with Jamal Charlo, just never materialized. So I think it's time for Munguia with that gaudy record of 41 and 0 to finally take a real test. I think a, a fight with Golovkin can happen. Obviously we know about the, what happened about five years ago when, uh, Lofkin tried to fight Munguia, but the Las Vegas Athletic Commission shot the fight down due to, I guess, uh, the lack of experience for Munguia. Munguia now, I think he's had probably about 15 fights since then against against better opposition than he fought in his first uh, 20 or so fights. So now it's now or never for Munguia to kind of up up his competition level, maybe a fight with Gennady Golovkin and he is ranked, uh, I believe, uh, Golovkin's a WBA and IBF champion. So Munguia is ranked number three in both those sanctioning bodies. So a fight with Golovkin could be in the cards. A couple weeks ago, um, I was uh, lucky enough, uh, well, actually in the co-feature bout of the Munguia card, WBC number 13, WBO number 14, RG Cortez, um, I dropped twice, but managed to win a 10-round split decision over Eric Lopez. Uh, Cortez, 24-3-2. Now Lopez drops a 16-7-2. Cortez, who just fought Juan Francisco Estrada. He actually gave him a good fight a couple months back, and we'll talk about Estrada uh, in a couple of minutes. Fight I was lucky enough to call on BXNG TV a couple weeks back in Washington, D.C. Greg Outlaw. I went to 11-1, notched his sixth stoppage as he uh, stopped Wilfredo Buevis in their rematch in the first round. Outlaw landed a huge left hook that uh, the crowd in Washington, D.C. went nuts over. Dropped Buevis, who's now 22-16. and 16. Uh, Outlaw, good little prospect, bright kid, Bowie State uh, graduate. And I was lucky enough to call the fight with Michael Fox on BXNG TV. Uh, so we'll look, see more from Greg Outlaw. Also uh, that night in Oklahoma City, super bantamweight contender Elijah Pierce um, stopped uh, Juan Carlos Pena. So Pierce, a guy who's moving up the rankings in the WBC, 122-pounder. He has a couple losses, but he's got several quality wins, promoted by Jetter Promotions, and we should see more from Elijah Pierce. I know they're looking to try to get him a big fight in his next outing. Uh, last Tuesday night in... New York, Mike Williams uh, won a 10 round Amos decision over Clarence Booth. Williams, 19-0-1 now, eight knockout scores were 99-90, 97-92, uh, There are both guys registered knockdowns in the first round, but Mike Williams comes back to win pretty much the rest of the fight. Booth drops to 21-6. On the same card, Stephen Shaw went to 18-0. He scored a... Eight, eight round average decision over Rydell Booker, 26 7 1. Shaw, who's one of the top uh, American, I guess, prospects at this point. I think they're going to look to step him up even more in his next fight. He just had a win over Joey DeWaco. Now, Rydell Booker, 
So we should see Shaw in a pretty decent step-up fight. He's promoted by DeBella Entertainment and Top Rank, managed by Split Team Management. So we should see uh, Stephen Shaw, you know, get in a, in a good fight as well. This past weekend, there were a couple big fights over in England. Um, uh, a couple big fights over in England that we saw. Interim WBO interim super middleweight champion John Ryder. He won, won that belt. He was victorious. When Zach Parker cannot uh, continue after round four, he injured his right hand in about that headline at the O2 Arena <coughs> in London. <clears throat> uh, so uh, John Ryder, who now will probably get on a short list for a possible May showdown with Canelo Alvarez. Uh, Ryder's a guy who's grinded away, has the had a tough loss against Calum Smith, beat Danny Jacobs, beat the undefeated Zach Parker on Saturday night. So, uh, Look for possible John Ryder against Canelo Alvarez in May, maybe in England, maybe a stadium in England. That'd be a big deal, I think, for everyone. I mean, Canelo, I'm sure, would, wouldn't mind uh, taking his talents to, to London and um, could be a big event. Across the way in London, Jermaine Franklin and Dillian White got it on in a bit heavyweight fight uh, of the big guys. So White get the 12-round majority decision win in a fight that, you know, a lot of people on the internet and Twitter world thought that Jermaine Franklin should have deserved the, the fight. Scores are 115-115. Uh, they were overruled 116-112 twice for Dillian White, who's now 29-3, who's coming off his loss to Tyson Fury. And uh, Franklin suffers his first, bow, uh, first defeat. He's 21-1. With 14 knockouts, uh, I do have uh, some uh, another fight. Obviously, yeah, we want to talk about Regis Progress scoring 11th round stoppage over uh, Jose Zapata this past Saturday night live. It was on PPV.com, which I was lucky enough to host a chat on. We we great uh, great conversation. With a lot of the boxing fans it was also on pay per view fight TV pay per view as well. Uh, Progress now the reigning champion for the WBC at 140 pounds. He's got a lot of options. Do we see a rematch with Josh Taylor? Should he uh, defeat Jack Catterall? Should Catterall win a Taylor Progress fight? There's other quality fights in the 140 pound division for uh, Regis Progress. Um, Progress was ahead 98 92 twice and 97 93 entering the 11th. Round also uh, on the card knockout win for uh, Bakodir Jalioff, the 2020 slash 2021. The Olympics did take place in 2021. Gold medal winner he stopped Curtis Harper. Charles Conwell got a majority decision over Jose Abreu. Uh, Yakosta Valley moved up. She's now the 108 pound world champion. She won uh, two bouts. She beat uh, Bermudez and. Uh, uh, Fernando Vargas Jr. opened up the uh, pay-per-view uh, with this savage knockout uh, in his fight as well. This week, as we mentioned before, there's a couple of trilogy bouts that are going to take place. Tyson Fury, 32-0-1 with 23 knockouts, will defend the WBC Heavyweight Championship uh, as he takes on Derek Chisora. Chisora, 33-12, 23 knockouts at Tottenham Stadium in Lundberg, and London Fury is looking to go three and zero against Tesoro, having defeated 
uh, Chisora by decision, Torbrine decision in 2011, and a stoppage victory in 10 in 2014. The fight will be on ESPN Plus in America and in uh, BT uh, box office pay-per-view in the United Kingdom. Expect a crowd of over 60, close to 70,000 people in 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 London at the uh, Tottenham Hotspur Arena. I like Tyson Fury knockout inside of six rounds as he gets ready to fight Alexander uh, Usyk at some point in the first, uh, I'd say first half. I know people are saying first quarter. But for, we'll, we'll say the first half of 2023, which will be for the all the marbles at heavyweight. I think they'll they'll uh, figure out with Herjavec, who's now trying to get in on the IBF side uh, with his mandatory. I think everyone will, will, will figure out, and bigger heads and better heads will prevail, and we will see an Usyk fight against Fury in the first half of 2023. Saturday night on the zone, uh, just a mouth-watering thriller fight. Uh, I mean, if you're not really into the Fury-Chisora thing, you're definitely going to be into one. Francisco Estrada, 43 and 3, 28 knockouts. Take on Roman Gonzalez, 51 and 3, 41 knockouts. This fight is the uh, uh, rubber match of take place at the Desert Diamond Arena in Glendale, Arizona. I was lucky enough to broadcast the first fight, which is an amazing fight at the Los Angeles Memorial Sports Arena. Just an incredible fight. And uh, the rematch delivered as well. Gonzalez won the first fight. Estrada won a close uh, decision. A lot of people thought it was controversial. I'm picking Estrada in this fight. Um, I think, uh, I don't know. I, I've, I just have a feeling he may get, you know, fighting in Arizona. He's got to have a lot of Mexican support behind him. And I think we will see uh, Juan Francisco Estrada, you know, uh, continue his WBC uh, super flyweight uh uh, title that's going to be on the line after um, Jesse Rodriguez uh, vacated and is going to go down to flyweight. Also, Saturday night, I'll be broadcasting live from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, a uh, show with RDR Promotions, the main event. We'll see uh, undefeated super middleweight David Stevens take on Christopher Brooker. Also, Mark Dawson on the card and some good local prospects from the Philadelphia area. So, bxngtv.com, Saturday night, 7 o'clock. See some good Philadelphia action. So, a lot, lot of good stuff. So, we got, got a whole bunch of new, news items, like it says, we were off uh, last week for, for the holiday. Uh, uh, BKFC, the Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships, uh, headed by my good friend David Feldman, Announced the signing of former WBA Super Welterweight Champion Austin Trout to a multi-fight contract. Uh, Trout, who's got a uh, pro boxing record of 35-5-1, and one, 18 knockouts, 37 years old, had a big win over Miguel Cotto. He's now going to try his hand, no pun intended, at bare-knuckle boxing. Showtime confirmed that, that later this year, Ryan Garcia and Gervonta Davis will meet in a much – Talked about, much awaited, about at 136 pounds. Uh, basically, it's a grudge match. It will take place uh, uh, probably mid-April. That's the date that they're looking at, maybe around April 15th. But first, uh, both of them have, will schedule interim fights. In fact, Javante uh, Davis's fight is already scheduled January 7th as he will take on WBA uh, Super Featherweight Champion, Luis Gar Hector Luis Garcia, 16-0, 10 knockouts, 
That will take place at the Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C. I should be in attendance for that one as well. We'll have some great content on Abrams Boxing, uh, 15rounds.com, Abrams Boxing YouTube. And as of this this recording, we don't know yet who uh, Mikey, uh, who, excuse me, Ryan Garcia is going to fight. Um, did I say Mikey Garcia before? Ryan Garcia, uh, who he's who he's going to fight. And um, the rumor is January 21st could be a date for Ryan Garcia uh, to see who he uh, fights. ESPN and top-ranked announcer Jose Pedraza is out of his December 10th fight with former lightweight, undisputed lightweight champion Tiafimo Lopez. He will be replaced by Sandor Martin, 40-2, 13 knockouts. Lopez, 17-1, 13 knockouts. That place will take uh, uh, take place at Madison Square Garden on January 10th, live on ESPN after the Heisman Trophy presentation. Martin, you know, is the guy who defeated and ultimately retired Mikey Garcia. So um, Tiafimo uh, gets, gets a real good replacement opponent. The WBO uh, Championship Committee has ordered uh, champion Janabak Alum Kanala to face the aforementioned Jaime Munguia, they uh, should have started negotiations. If not, uh, there'll be a purse bid uh, in 15 days. So we will see um, uh, Munguia if he takes that fight or he maybe goes to a fight with Gennady Golovkin. Top rank also uh, can confirm uh, – actually, no, that's the um, – that was the uh, Tiafimo news. The WBA continues uh, to try to – Cut down on the championships, so consolidate. I couldn't think of the word. Um, so it was determined Earl Spence Jr. and Amanda Stanionis have been ordered to fight. So we'll see. Uh, uh, actually, no. Errol Spence is going to fight Keith Thurman, and Stanionis is going to fight Virgil Ortiz, and the winners will fight each other. We'll see if Terrence Crawford has something to say about that. But uh, that's the rumor that Spence will fight Thurman. Hasn't been announced yet, but we will see. Hopefully the next – a uh, couple of weeks, we will get that uh, going. On December 17th, Showtime Championship Boxing will have uh, three elimination bouts. Uh, all, all pretty good fights. The main event's going to be terrific. Uh, WBA number two, Michelle Rivera, take on number 10, Frank Martin, in a lightweight bout. Uh, Rivera, 24-0, 14 knockouts. Martin, 16-0, 12 knockouts. The card will also... Uh, see former IBF super middleweight champion Jose Uzcatagi, uh, 32 and 4, 27 knockouts. Take on a former amateur standout Vladimir Shishkin, 13 and 08 knockouts in a 12 round IBF, uh, 168 pound elimination bout. See if Uzcatagi can get back in. Maybe he fights a uh, plan or somebody again, or David Benavides, who he was supposed to fight, and the fight kind of got axed. The TV opener will have. Um, Vincent Astrobolo, the guy who actually defeated Guillermo Rigondeaux, who's 17 and 3, 12 knockouts. <clears throat> he will take on Nikolai Potapov, 23, 2 and 1, 11 knockouts, in a 12 round IBF bantamweight elimination bout as well. Okay, a couple more news items to get to before we uh, get to uh, my big announcement. The uh, undercard is set for the Terrence Crawford. David Avanesian show on BLK Prime on December 10th in Omaha, Nebraska. 
Former MMA uh, standout legend Chris Cyborg, 1-0-1 knockout, scheduled to make her U.S. boxing debut when she takes on Gabrielle Holliday, Holloway in uh, the co-feature about three other fights will make the pay-per-view broadcast. Arnold Kigai, 18-1-1, 11 knockouts, takes on Eduardo Baez, 21-3-2, seven knockouts. Heavyweight Jeremiah Milton, 7-0-6 knockouts, takes on big 380-pound Dewan Calloway, 5-1-5 five knockouts. Steven Nelson, 17-0-14 knockouts, will take on James Ballard, 10-4-3 knockouts in a light heavyweight bout. The WBA Championship Committee has granted a period of 15 days for Leo Santa Cruz and regular champion Lee Wood to reach an agreement on their contracts. If not, uh, they will have a purse bid December 12th in Orlando at the WBA's convention. And that has something to do with my announcement, the WBA convention. Wink, wink. The fight, uh, like you said, they're just trying to reduce and consolidate all the titles of WBA. So we'll see if Wood and Santa Cruz get it on. Unfortunately, uh, we're going to end with with two sad notes uh, this week. Former world champion Moises Fuentes passed away at the age of 37. Um, Fuentes, who uh, never really recovered from his brutal knockout loss to David Cuellar about 13 months ago. Fuentes, the former WBO minimum uh, weight world champion and former interim light flyweight champion, and was 25 and seven, 25, seven, one, 14 knockouts. Um, I watched that fight, and uh, it's a very sad uh, situation. Uh, the Moises Fuentes, I mean, he was carried out of the ring, and we really didn't get too many updates, but obviously was in in a bad way, and. Um, he was a you know he was a good fighter, world champion, and uh, you know rest in peace. And also sad to uh, report that a guy from my hometown, the former IBF junior middleweight champion, old Buster Drayton, uh, passed away on November twentieth. Uh, Drayton was the the uh, said the former IBF junior middleweight champion, and I knew him a little bit, and always had a smile on his face. He uh, always had an upbeat demeanor. He was a real good man. He was. He actually was in really good shape until he got sick. He was competing in exhibition fights, and you know he was always a very, uh, very sunny, very sunny disposition about himself. Uh, Buster Drayton, and um, I know uh, his former manager Ivan Cohen and some Brian, and you know who's, who manages fighters are very close to him, and I know this has hit them hard. And you know, uh, just condolences for a good guy, Buster Drain. Guy, I mean, and he still loved being around the scene, and uh, was a it was just a joy to be around with. So now I'm gonna get to my um, my announcement. I'll be attending the WBA convention starting on December 11th, live at the Caribe Royale in Orlando, Florida. And I'll be doing live podcasting each day. I'll be, and then I'll also be interviewing other guests. Me a lot of great. Fighters past, present, and future. I know Jake Paul is going to be there. Bernard Hopkins, Marco Antonio Barrera. You know all kinds of guys uh, and 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 girls. I know Franchon Cruz, Amanda Serrano. I think are, are going to be there. And I know they're going to do a whole list of all the fighters that are going to be at the convention. I can't wait to be there. So check out Abrams Boxing on YouTube each day, beginning December 11th, 12th, 13th, and 14th. I'll be uh, broadcasting live with interviewing some of the greatest fighters of all time, some of the greatest fighters of today. So I just would love for everyone to tune in. You're going to, you know, and this platform where you're watching on now, we're even listening to, you'll be able to hear all those interviews one way or another. I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in to the Abrams Boxing Show this week. Again, you can follow me at M Abrams Boxing on Twitter, Mark Abrams Boxing on Instagram, 
Abrams Boxing on YouTube. And don't forget the world's best boxing website with all the up-to-date news, interviews, um, videos, audio, everything you got, 15rounds.com. That's www.15rounds.com. Thank you, and we'll talk to you next week.